The Lifestylist, episode 112, featuring Tyler W. LeBaron. I'm Luke Story, a former celebrity fashion stylist and founder of School of Style. For the past 20 years, I've been relentlessly dedicated to my deepest passion, designing the ultimate lifestyle based on the most powerful principles of health and spirituality. The Lifestylist Podcast is a show dedicated to sharing my discoveries and the experts behind them with you. In celebration of this episode, all about hydrogen, I want to let you guys know about the hydrogen product that I am using on a daily basis because I'm super, super into it. I first discovered this using it for jet lag and then started doing some more research with people like Tyler, our guest, and figured out that it has a ton of other applications. So if you want to check out some of these molecular hydrogen tabs, or if you want to go all in, go hog wild and look into getting an inhaler, which is my next goal. I found the best stuff on the market per usual, okay? Based on my research, I tried a few. This one meets all of my tests and I haven't found anything better. So this is the one I'm behind. If you wanna check it out, you can go to vital-reaction.com and enter the code LUKEH2 to save 10%. So go to vital-reaction.com, enter the code LUKEH2 and save 10%. This is some fantastic stuff. It's totally safe. It's non-toxic. There's literally hundreds of scientific and clinical studies to support its effectiveness. This is not some like (laughs) fake ass supplement. This is the real stuff. Hydrogen's the simplest, smallest, and most abundant element in the universe, period. It also happens to be really, really, really good for you. So go to vital-reaction.com, enter the code LUKEH2 and save 10%. You will not regret it. Do you ever find yourself sitting there listening to this podcast going, oh my God, I'm so inspired. I wish there was some way that I could contribute and help Luke to keep this thing going every week. Have you ever thought that? Well, I have. And so I made a page on my website called the support page. If you go to this URL, lukestory.com forward slash support. You'll find a page there with an awesome little video of me explaining how the show works and giving you three opportunities, not one, but three opportunities to help make a small donation to the show. It's super, super quick and easy. It only takes about a minute to make a contribution, but those minutes can add up to hours and hours of future content on this podcast. So again, go to lukestory.com forward slash support and anything you can do to help would be so greatly appreciated. Today is December 22nd, 2017. My name is Luke Story. I exist in a virtual world known as LukeStory.com. I'm also coming straight at your eardrums with the Lifestylist podcast with another bonus episode for the month of December. It's the holiday season and I'm feeling generous. So today I'm giving you our esteemed guest, Tyler W. LeBaron. And Tyler's going to be talking to us about one of the most powerful elements in the known universe, and that is hydrogen in the form of molecular hydrogen. So Tyler's got a background in biochemistry. He's the director of the International Hydrogen Standards Association and the International Molecular Hydrogen Association. He speaks at medical conferences all over the world, and he is an academic biomedical hydrogen symposia and conference beast. (laughs) He's just all over the place talking about hydrogen. And what we're going to talk about in this particular episode is how you can get hydrogen into your body and why top celebrities and athletes from all over are using this stuff as their secret weapon. And uh, I'm also using it too. And it's fantastic, which is why I wanted to interview Tyler. So here's what we talk about. We talk about the science behind the supplement Mega Hydrate, one I've been into for a really long time. And then we also talk about why molecular hydrogen is so effective for jet lag, which is how I first discovered it how it improves cognitive function, reduces inflammation, promotes cellular health, increases energy, allows you to have better skin health and tone, improves sleeping patterns, enhances athletic performance and decreases recovery time, supports healthy weight management, hydrates you at a cellular level and prevents hangovers. 
Sounds like something that you want to learn about, right? So we sit down and do this interview backstage at the Bulletproof Conference. Surprisingly, you can't really hear a lot of background noise. I was sort of nervous about recording in there because there were so many people running around acting a fool, having a good time. But uh, the recording came out pretty clean, and we whizzed through tons of information. So I'm really excited to bring you this episode with Tyler W. LeBaron. You will not be disappointed. Make sure you listen through to the end because he drops a lot of knowledge that's very, very useful. And don't forget to pop into our brand new Facebook group. If you just go to Facebook and search the Lifestylist Podcast, you will find me and all of your fellow listeners hanging out, asking and answering questions. I'm dropping Facebook Live videos in there, behind the scenes videos of me recording with our guests, all kinds of cool stuff. So join the Facebook group. If you are a listener, you get in. Next thing I want you to do is to join my newsletter so that you can get the show notes and get indications every time I do something interesting. To get on the newsletter in the USA, all you have to do is text the word lifestylist to 44222. So text the word, one word, all lowercase, lifestylist to the number 44222. Now, if you're out of the United States, then you have to go on the old internet. Go to lukestory.com forward slash newsletter and enter your email and you are good to go. All right, without further delay, let's jump into this fascinating and deeply informative interview with Tyler W. LeBaron. Welcome to the show, Tyler. Thank you. Nice Dude. to be here. Yeah, good to hang out with you, man. So I've been into something lately, which is molecular hydrogen. Yeah, and so have I. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> yes. And you seem to be the guy that knows a lot about this. So I want to jump into that. But first, I just want to get a, a little brief background on how you got into this. What are your credentials? Like, how did you become such an expert at this particular thing? And what led you to be here today? Well, I'm no doctor, but yeah, I, I do. I, I am very passionate about that, and yeah. sometimes that accounts for the most thing. But hey, listen, you're talking to a complete novice at everything. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> you know, I'm a passionate novice that knows a little about a <laughs> right, lot. Right. So you know, no doctor credentials required. Um, but but anyway, I, I came across. I've always been interested in in health and exercise and wellness and this whole area for very early on. Well, in 2009, I came across this concept of hydrogen gas being therapeutic. There was an article published in Nature Medicine, which is a very prestigious, well-recognized medical journal, top, top impact factor. And I was like, wow, this is very fascinating. This could really be something. So I dedicated my time and research to understanding that. So my degree is biochemistry. Also, you know, finishing a, ma a master's in uh, exercise and sports conditioning, and also um, working on a PhD right now. And so, we're so all that biochemistry, biology, physiology—that is my background—and all focused towards the hydrogen gas. I had the opportunity to go to Nagoya University in Japan. Nagoya is one of the, the like the fifth most prestigious university in Japan, and they're like kind of the epicenter of hydrogen research. It's very exciting. And of course, a lot of the research originated out of Asia, so that was the logical place to go. So I was able to go there and I and research the molecular mechanisms of the primary targets of how hydrogen gas is actually working in the cell. Like when you when you take hydrogen into the body and it goes into the cell, and it's giving these you know, like these benefits. How how does it actually do it? And that is really what interests me the most. And so, my background's really in the in the that mechanism of that those things. So that was 2009. I really got started, and then started doing some more research, understanding, reading articles. Went to Japan, and then I formed the Molecular Hygiene Institute, and then. Uh, we changed the Molecular Hydrogen Foundation. We're going to probably go back to Institute because we're really just a science-based organization. We're focused on advancing the research, the awareness, and the education of hydrogen as a medical gas. We don't sell any products. We don't promote products. We don't endorse anything. Our, our mission is just to get the research going, to educate. Just like right now, we're educating. We're bringing the awareness out. And that's what our, our mission is about. And with that, it's been a platform to, for me to do more research, to collaborate with more research groups. I've been all throughout Europe, the Slovakia Academy of Sciences, helping them with some research. Also with the Max Planck Institute, they're doing some research on hydrogen. Some other places in Europe doing hydrogen, but specifically in Asia. Uh, Japan, of course, is huge. Korea, I've spoken many conferences there. And, and China is actually 
probably the biggest place doing both hydrogen research as well as the industry alone. It's very big. And in America, there's some other organizations and universities, institutes that are getting uh, going on this. I just got back actually from speaking at an International Functional Foods Conference at, at a Harvard Medical School, and I talked about hydrogen. And uh, when people really understand it, it's easy to understand. It's easy to believe. It's like, wow, this is, this is amazing. But when you first hear it, it's like, what? Hydrogen? Isn't that like the blimp, like the Hindenburg? Isn't that going to be explosive? And how can that even be therapeutic? How can that be beneficial for you? And, and so that's why, again, one of the reasons why I wanted to study it so much is like, how can this even work? But as, as we talk, and I'll explain some of this, I, I think you'll start to understand, yeah, that does make sense why hydrogen would be beneficial for us. Well, it's funny because you, you've been into this since 2009. Now, as of this recording, it's 2017. So you've been like kind of an early adopter. But it's, it's funny, like I was just interviewing Dr. Pampa here at the Bulletproof oh, Conference. Sure. And, you know, we're talking about how there's these sort of different trends and phases in, you know, functional medicine and biohacking, as we now call it. And, you know, for me, it was just... I've just been a crazy hippie forever that's into health food, you know okay. what I mean, and vitamins and stuff. But we're like, wow, there's all these things that sort of that exist in the background, and then all of a sudden they hit this point of awareness and critical mass, sure. and they become widespread. And so it seems like you found something as an early adopter that now I have a feeling is about to become pretty widespread. I, I'm, I'm glad you, know? you mentioned that. And actually, I have... Uh I made a prediction, and this is based upon the same things. You look at nitric oxide, it was kind of laughed at, then it won a Nobel Prize, still no one knew, knew about that, that was in the 90s, and then pretty much you know, now everyone knows about it. The, the market is generally about 10 years behind the science. Interesting. Okay, this is just typically a thing I've, I've looked. And when I say market, I mean like the influencers, you know, I'm, people yeah. like yourself, people who, you know, uh, Dave Asprey or Mercola. It, you know, it takes maybe 10 years for it to come to them, and then another 10 years for it to come to maybe the general population, right? So for the past, you know, probably since 2011 or 12 or so, I have been predicting, and I've, I've had this in my presentations, you look them up, that in 2017 would mark the year of that, of that awareness. No way, really? 2017. The tipping point. Yeah, and here we, here we are. That's we have, crazy. We have, you know, Mercola's on this, you're on this, Dave Asprey's on this. I could list a number of professional athletes and celebrities and people who are promoting hygiene are talking about it. So that, those are the influencers. Okay, the next prediction now is 2027, you're going to see it everywhere. You're going to see it in the convenience stores. You're going to see it at the gas station. You're going to see it in casinos. You're going to see just hydrogen is going to be a, com a, a common beverage or a common right. w thing to do for, for health. Well, the first, the first time I heard about any sort of supplementation involving hydrogen was going back probably 10 years ago to a product developed by a guy named Patrick Flanagan oh, sure. called Mega Hydrate. Sure. And I was getting it in little capsules at that time. And now, you know, it comes in a powder with a little scoop. And I, and I still use it, but I don't know what it did exactly. It's just I heard that it helped hydrate you at a cellular level and that it was a very potent antioxidant. It's just one of those things I tried it and I was like, wow, I feel lighter. I feel more alert. I feel awake. Uh, I would find that if I put it in smoothies and stuff like that, that it seemed to sort of um, activate or or energize whatever I put it in. So it was like um, seemed to be a force multiplier of other things. So I make like a reishi elixir and then I put mega hydrate in it. And it's just like, whoosh, I don't know. You feel more absorption. You feel like a more potent effect of other things that I would put it in. Now I have no science to support that. It's just like... Yeah. It's biohacker intuition. But, but it's interesting that you brought that up because, so again, what, yeah, what do you think there, about there, that? There, there is no good science. There's some interesting things with uh, so, some of the enzymes and redox loops that okay. are activated by hydrogen and, and could potentially put, be potentiated or potentiate the actions of other ingredients. But I've heard the same thing from, from many users and, and manufacturers and industry people who are like, when we combine hydrogen with our other ingredients, really? we're seeing So I'm not the only kook that uh, Yeah, you're not the only kook <laughs> that has come up with that. Oh, that's but, good to know. But, but it's something I'd like to research more you know, to really understand right. is hydrogen potential and the actions of these things. But going back to this okay. Patrick Flanagan stuff, and, yeah. and again, I, I'm not, I'm not, uh, we're not endorsing or recommending stuff, well, this but, is but why I want to give a story. No, this is Just, why I want to talk to you about this because I know that you don't own like a hydrogen company that's what's difficult when i interview people i'm like and i'm happy to promote people that do own companies many of the people i interview 
they own a sauna company or whatever, and I'm happy to promote them because I believe in what they're doing. But you're cool because we can talk freely and there's no like direct affiliation where right. people can't believe what you're saying. So Patrick Flanagan, Mega Hydrate. Just, I me. just wanted to give a story. This is a good Let's story. Let's do it. Because I love I, that stuff. I, I, I don't know the guy. Yeah. He is an early, early pioneer in this whole hygiene concept. Scientifically speaking, a lot of the things that he says, from a chemistry perspective, it, it doesn't make sense. Like okay, okay. H minus hydrogen ions, it's impossible. Y you would have to have a pH of like 33 in order to have a hydrogen ion in water. That's impossible. You can't have a negative hydrogen ion. Okay. It's very reducing, and so so that's one thing. And then there's there's the the, the compound silica hydrate. We we could go on a number of things. Silica the, the hydrate point, is the mega hydrate that's stuff. What, right? Yeah, that's what they yeah. call. But okay. chemically, this way it's structured, we don't need to go into. Okay. But the the point of this is yeah. these early pioneers who come up who come with this idea and they start seeing these benefits. It's like you experience these these benefits. You're you're just a kook, you said right. Yeah. You, you experience stuff. And you're like how, I'm how allowed to say that not okay. you. Okay. No, yeah, I was <laughs> gonna say that you said right. Now. Okay. I'm just messing with you. I <laughs> am a total kook, right? okay. and I love it. Uh, well, point is, is you know, he. This is interesting. These early pioneers, they start seeing like, wow, what is going on? And they, they, they need to explain it. They, they've got to try to explain it somehow. So they do the best they can. Well, he came up with this stuff way before the research, the actual research on hydrogen gas as a medical molecule came out. Well, now we understand how it's really working. We understand how the molecular hydrogen has actually helped the mitochondria, for example, how it can help with the inflammation, how it can help reduce oxidative uh, stress. And really, hydrogen is not, uh, should not be really considered an antioxidant. The benefits are much greater. Interesting. Maybe we should talk about that. Okay, let's do. It, so, but I, before we do that, I just want to go back to the mega hydrate because okay, that was for, for that sure. was my first discovery within this realm. And there's a weird effect it had. Maybe you might be able to explain it. Maybe not. I I'll make a green smoothie, right? Say with avocado, cilantro, parsley, some MCT, some coconut oil, sea salt. Um, That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little green apple or some stevia, just a nice green fatty smoothie. And I put it in the Vitamix and I blend it all up. Then I open the lid and it'll be like dark green and it'll have a certain sort of viscosity and thickness to it. Okay. And then I'll take one mega hydrate capsule and empty it into that. And that turns from dark, dark green. The whole thing turns light green and it's a tiny, tiny little capsule. And then it becomes very like buoyant and foamy. The whole thing like it's sort of like inflates. It? Yeah, it expands okay. in the Vitamix. It becomes much more, uh, I don't know how to say it. It's like it gets, it's not foamy, but it just, it changes the whole structure of the smoothie. And it's the tiniest little bit of this white powder. Well, do you know what might be doing that? I, I, have, that I have some ideas, okay. but, but I, I don't really know that product okay. so well. Sure. And so, but, but if we, if we consider a couple of things, first off, it doesn't have hydrogen in it. Okay. It's hydrogen producing. So it has ah. some sort of reductive compounds. They say silica hydride. Okay. I, I would probably something else, some sort of other hydride, borosodium okay. borohydride, for example, or whatever it is. Okay. These reductive materials then react with with water to form hydrogen gas because water is H2O. Hydrogen right. gas is H2. It's a neutral right. molecule. Right. So basically it's making H2 from the water. And so is that compound, whatever the active ingredient really is in there, creates this hydrogen gas. And the hydrogen gas causes this more this 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 floating foamy type thing in in, in your shake, yeah. if you will. Yeah. And then the color could be because the reductive agent, whatever whatever it is, is reducing certain compounds and preventing oxidation and different things in the shake. Like right. your avocado or your apples kind of turn brown a little darker. Yeah, yeah. And now you add this, and now it's getting lighter. <laughs> that's right? what I'm saying. That's, okay. That's it. It's almost like if you could put it on like a stop motion photography, it's like reverse spoilage of those greens it almost like it feels like it's bringing them back to life right it's right. like antioxidizing that fruit or vegetable it's weird yeah it could be it could be forcing yeah. that oxygen off and that, that totally it. makes sense anyway just yeah it's random side note that holds no meaning whatsoever i like it it feels good i also have used it on airplanes a lot i just keep some of that and i put it in my water it seems to be very hydrating so that anyway that just goes to say that was my first sort of intro to some product, the only supplement I've ever heard of at that point, 10 years ago or so, sure. that mentioned anything about, about hydrogen. About hydrogen. That's the only thing I ever knew. Right. Then more recently, there's been a couple of products. I discovered one where you, 
you put a tablet in a bottle of water and you have to fill the water up and then you put a cap on and then it creates this hydrogen gas. Feels real good. Not very user-friendly. Then I discovered a vital reaction where it's a little tablet, but you just put it in some water. Very potent hydrogen effect, like very like uh, thick gas in the water. Love that. And it's one of the most meaningful things I've ever done for air travel. Yeah. I have a really hard time with air travel. And that, uh, every 90 minutes, I'll do like two of those in a water. And it has reduced the stress on my biology, I would say, by conservatively 60% improvement in like the overall taxation on my body from travel in general. So yeah. now I'm like, what is this shit? That's why I want to talk <laughs> yeah, to you because sure, sure. I'm, I'm fully on board. <laughs> I want to, you know, I've done the inhalers. I want to like inhale this stuff. I want to do um, the rectal in, you know, <laughs> implants yeah, of it. Like, I'm, how, yeah, an IV. I'm like ready to get hydrogen in my body because I'm having really good effects. So now let's get into what does this molecule actually do in your body? Because you say antioxidant is like an understatement. So what is this stuff doing for us? Yeah, understatement and, and probably not even an accurate statement okay. in, in reality. Okay. Um, the article in Nature Medicine, it says that it, hydrogen acts as a therapeutic antioxidant by selectively reducing uh, cytotoxic oxygen radicals. Now, there's a lot of clever wording in that. And, we, and as we talk about this, you'll understand a little bit more. Um, first off, it, re it reduces the cytotoxic oxygen radicals, which suggests what? It suggests that there are cytotoxic or cell-damaging radicals and there are other radicals that are not cell-damaging, that are beneficial for us. So you could say, like, it's not just that all free radicals are bad, which we all kind of think of free radicals, that's bad, that's bad. Right, right. It's that some are useful or beneficial and some aren't. Exactly. And so how, do we, how do we delineate between those and eliminate the ones that are harmful and encourage or keep the ones that are not. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay, so that's you. the I'm first thing that's there. It's like okay. nitric oxide, for example, that is by definition a free radical. It's a vasodilator. It's how Viagra and you know other things work. And nitroglycerin, it increases nitric oxide. That's a free radical. And then we have hydrogen peroxide, which is a reactive oxygen species. So why Viagra gives you a headache and makes your ears red? There, because it is a P <laughs> I guess it is a, it's a phosphodiesterase type 5 inhibitor. So I, I, there's some... Anyway, yeah, there's probably Any, some... I always just say anything that... But I wouldn't know. Anything that... <laughs> yeah, a friend of my cousin told me right, that that's okay. just, anything that good can't be good for you. That's what I always <laughs> say. Take but, some maca or something. Anyway, carry on. So, so, yeah, you're absolutely right. There's good free radicals and there are bad free radicals. We have to have the good ones. The good ones are what mediate the benefits of exercise. They are for our immune system. There are cell communication, everything. We have to keep these. And high doses of conventional antioxidants can potentially negate the benefits of exercise training and they can hamper the immune system, can cause a lot of issues. Now, there's, there's times and places for everything. These are kind of general statements, right? So we have to be cautious, but we have to consider the fact there are good and they're bad. And hydrogen, as that Nature Medicine talks about, it selectively reduces the cytotoxic ones, the most damaging uh, oxygen radicals, such as one, the hydroxyl radical, this is OH neutral, the hydroxyl radical is produced via the Fenton reaction, extremely reactive, very damaging, it reacts with any biomolecule there, your DNA, your proteins, your cell membranes, cause lipopropagation, uh, radical propagation cascades, very damaging, no beneficial use for it. And hydrogen can reduce, that's what the title says, we're going to get back to that, can reduce those radicals. The other one is a perioxynitrite. So if like nitric oxide levels get too high, which nitric oxide is good, superoxide levels, also very good. That's a good to increase mitochondrial biogenesis and things, so more mitochondria. Is that like superoxide dismutate, SOD? Okay, SOD scavenges superoxide anion radical. Oh, okay. Because so SOD is good, Exactly. Right? Yeah. Because, because if, if, if superoxide radicals get too high that's going to cause damage. What's going to happen is superoxide gets too high and reacts with nitric oxide. When those two react, you form perioxynitrite. Perioxynitrite is an extremely reactive oxidant that causes nitrosation reactions. Your DNA damages a lot of things. It forms more hydroxyl radicals. So in order to prevent that from happening, SOD, SOD, superoxide dismutase, can scavenge superoxide anion radical. That's interesting because... One thing that I've found really high in SOD is marine phytoplankton, like lab-grown marine phytoplankton. 
Uh, it's essentially like an algae extract. It's yeah. really high in minerals, but it's also really high in naturally occurring SOD. And that's one of my main, another one of my main air travel hacks. Okay. Is glutathione, oh, you're gonna, SOD, you're gonna love this next DHA, part then. and hydrogen. So I'm like, I'm starting to put all the pieces together. Oh, I love here it. Okay. Because you're getting a lot of oxidative stress. For sure. In a high, you know, whether it's exercise or travel or whatever it is, like any situation sure. or really high EMF environment. Okay, so cool. Okay, so so this we understand, we understand, so if superoxide gets too high, it's good for you, but if yeah. it gets too high, yeah. that's bad. Okay. Nitric oxide, they can react, perioxynitrite, damage, okay. more hydroxyl radicals. Hydroxyl radical is really bad. Hydrogen can reduce those amounts. Now, and a good understanding of, of, of chemical kinetics and physics and things um, shows that although hydrogen gas can react, if you look at the rate constant, different things, it could react with hydroxyl radicals. It's probably not neutralizing or scavenging them directly. But what we see is it's preventing them from forming or it's, it's somehow reducing them. Some, so that article, it reduces their, their amount. So it's preventing them from causing this damage. And we see this in a lot of studies. So we see that the oxidative damage done, like markers of DNA damage, like OHDG, and uh, MDA levels and different things, these are all decreased. We've seen it in cell studies, animal studies, and a number of uh, the clinical human studies that have been done. We're seeing oxidative stress levels are decreased. So that's key. So hydrogen acts, we'll go back to the title, hydrogen acts as a selective, why selective? It's only going after the bad guys, right? As a selective antioxidant by scavenging these cytotoxic oxygen radicals, right? That's so crazy, now, like that, Things in nature like that have that ability. That is the weirdest thing to me. Like, how does that molecule know? Why doesn't it just kill everything? Like, sure. if you drank bleach or something, you know what I mean? It's just like, uh, uh, yeah. it's so the, strange. The way that evolution has happened and that the, our so biology trippy. or the way it's been put. But So yeah. get this. Uh, an antioxidant, one definition of antioxidant is it modulates cellular redox status. So the balance between oxidants and uh, antioxidants. So glutathione, superoxidus mutase, guess what? So NRF2 pathway. NRF2 pathway is, uh, the NRF2 is a transcription factor that when it gets activated, it goes and binds to the ARE, the antioxidant response element of the DNA, and that causes the, the, the transcription of more glutathione, superoxidus mutase, and some other cytoprotective enzymes and proteins, like, like, like glutathione, right? Hydrogen can activate the NRF2 pathway. We're not exactly sure how, but we see increased upregulation of NRF2 and, and subsequently increased glutathione levels, increased superoxide dismutase levels, wow. increased catalase, glutathione peroxidase, and another cytoprotective enzymes, induction of hemonoxygenase. So you say you raise your SOD levels, your glutathione levels, which for those listening, I know we're getting, we're getting super geeky, <laughs> but whatever. I have some yeah, geek it's, listeners, it's, it's great. those that aren't geeks they'll, they'll just have You'll to become along. a geek they'll just know like okay <laughs> find this hydrogen shit take it it's good for you that's all you need to know but what's interesting is you know there's things i'm sure dietarily speaking that we can eat like i mentioned my marine phytoplankton sure. i know i'm getting high levels of sod i do it sublingually like mega dose it i know it's getting in my bloodstream there's different things that uh you can eat that encourage glutathione or you can take it but what you're seeing is the hydrogen has the ability to potentiate whatever exists in your body already. Well, well, and actually going into the DNA level and causing that cell to increase the glutathione. To produce more of to, your to own. To produce more of your own. And that's important right. because we don't want too much glutathione. We oh. don't want too much because that's reductive stress. That We have to have a homeostatic ratio, balance, right? And, and so let's say that you... you you take like too much of a good thing isn't necessarily good. Exactly. <laughs> so okay. So if I'm you, glad you said that because <laughs> I I have a habit of like oh it's good for you cool I'll take ten <laughs> times the recommended dose and it's like well no okay. Well if you look at, if you look at uh, levels of glutathione for example and you take a cell that's everything's healthy about the cell or the animal whatever it is and everything's healthy the glutathione levels are right here and then you administer uh, radiation that glutathione level goes down a lot. If you administer hydrogen and the radiation, the glutathione levels stay closer to normal, right? Doesn't decrease near as much. Now, if you take a normal healthy cell, the glutathione levels are normal, and then you give hydrogen to that normal healthy cell, the glutathione levels stay the same. That's critical. Wow. That's critical that's because if that glutathione go levels goes up higher than it's supposed to, that's reductive stress. And, th and that's the real problem with aging disease is a redox dysregulation. It's not too much free radicals or too much whatever. It's, it's a dysregulation. In the same cell, 
in the exact same cell, you can have a redox dysregulation, too much oxidation in one compartment, like say the cytosol of the cell, too much free radicals, too much oxidation going on in one part of the cell, and in the adjacent compartment, say the endoplasmic reticulum, you can have a loss of oxidative power that you need. The endoplasmic reticulum, the ER, is what is responsible for folding proteins. And if you don't fold your proteins correctly, you're going to have all these diseases. So aging is associated... Is that when the protein would become inflammatory? Yeah, whether it's inflammatory or it just doesn't work because you don't get the disulfide bonds you need. You need. Okay. All the yeah, protein folding is so critical. So it's just very interesting that in the same cell you can have too much free radicals or and not enough at the same time in the same cell, same in the same organ. So that's why hydrogen is so is so neat is because it's so small, smallest molecule in the universe, smaller than oxygen, neutral, hydrophobic, nonpolar. It could easily penetrate all the cell membranes very easily, and there it can basically regulate the redox status of that cell and get it back to what's supposed to be. So when you're when you drink a hydrogen drink, like I drop a tab in some water, it dissolves, and I quickly drink that, and I'm getting that gas. So does it get absorbed like into the lining of my stomach and get into my blood vessels and capillaries and into the bloodstream via that? Like how does it actually get in you? Yeah. So the pharmacokinetics, right? Yeah. So so and before we talk about that, we we, we dissolve hydrogen gas into water. The concentration at SATP, standard ambient temperature and pressure, is 1.6 milligrams per liter. And this is important because many people will say, well, hydrogen is not even soluble in water. Well, it's, yeah, it's not that soluble in water. It's nonpolar. But 1.6 milligrams per liter may not sound a lot, but don't forget that it's the lightest molecule there is. So when you compare it to vitamin C, which is like 100 and 160 or 180 milligrams per mole, right? Hydrogen is a lot lighter. So to do the comparison, if you drank one liter of hydrogen water at 1.6 milligrams per liter, you would get more molecules of hydrogen gas than you would by ingesting 100 milligrams of vitamin C. In, there, there are more molecules in, in that 1.6 yeah, milligram liter of, of hydrogen than there are molecules of vitamin C in a 100 milligram dose. So Because the molecule is so it, small. It's, yeah, it's so light, okay. right? Yeah. So then when you take that hydrogen, it's 0.8 millimolar is, is the concentration, and you drink it, then the hydrogen gas diffuses through the submucosal into the bloodstream and it goes to the, to, to, to the, the, the heart. the mucosal lining of yeah, the yeah, stomach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. Just like if you do something sublingually, it's going in the, the sure. fragile skin inside of your mouth, under your tongue, and going right into your bloodstream. Right, right, right. right. And yeah, and hydrogen is going to follow the path of water absorption. You know, it's going to go to the liver, and then you're going to get into the bloodstream, into the plasma, systemic circulation. And then you can measure uh, breath hydrogen. So if you Oh, really? Yeah, exactly. That, that, that's how we know, one of the ways we know for sure hydrogen is getting into the bloodstream is you measure your basal level of hydrogen gas, and let's say you're like around, uh, people are different, but let's say you're at 5 ppm uh, of a uh, breath level of hydrogen gas, and then you drink the hydrogen water, in about five minutes you'll start to see, an in you'll, you'll see a pretty good increase, and the peak is about anywhere between 5 to 20 minutes, depending on what the concentration is, how much you drink, and then it goes back down to baseline in about an hour. So certainly the concentration... Uh, the hydrogen does get into the body. That's cool. And it, it's the smallest the mole molecule. I mean, yeah. that's it's going to get into the cells so easily and, and exert those benefits. So it's, you know, something that, that's this, you know, safe. There's no known side effects. It's, it's inert from the sense of, you know, something that doesn't have any kind of negative impact on your body. And it's totally natural. It's something that exists in water, exists in our environment. It's just, it's part of like our normal ecosystem somewhere if you extract it. Right. What's so weird is like that if it's so beneficial to us, why didn't nature design us just to get it from like an apple or, who, you know who, what okay, I mean? Okay, okay. But who says it didn't? Check I this don't out. know. Ch check this out. I don't okay. know. Like, does it exist in food or like if we drink really good spring water? Yeah, actually. Yeah. Okay. okay you're going li to like this. So, so first let's consider about the fact that hydrogen is the number one periodic table of elements. It's the first molecule in existence. It's the first one. It's the father of all the elements. I mean, it's what powers the sun in infusion to create helium. It, it's this pretty neat hydrogen story. And, and in the beginning, the, you know, the Earth was a very reducing environment. Hydrogen was there. The life, the, the genesis of life, hydrogen was the first energy source of of life itself. Wow. Hydrogen was the energy source that the, that the bacteria ate. And then as those bacteria started to evolve and the oxygen started coming, they had to protect it themselves from the oxygen. 
And so it's possible that hydrogenase enzymes would activate the molecular hydrogen to actually, to actually neutralize the radicals that would occur from oxygen, thus acting as a primordial antioxidant, if you will. Nature wow. intended it this way from the very beginning. So almost in, in, in a sense a preservative. Okay, sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Preserving the 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 right. the, the, the 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 living organisms. That's right. Trippy. I love and, this and, stuff. And, 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 and so and then oh, if you look cool. at so prokaryotes came first, and then we have the u, the eukaryotes came out of that. So plant and animal cells, but but the key to to that evolutionary process of, of forging eukaryotes out of prokaryotes, hydrogen was the key that forged that bond. Hydrogen was the the key indicator that allowed this evolution to occur. So. All our plant and animal cells, we've, we've had this evolutionary background with hydrogen, molecular hydrogen, being exposed to it. And it seems like those, those, those uh, uh, primary targets or that, that, uh, that sensitivity has been conserved through evolution. We, we actually contain the g- genetic hallmarks of the hydrogenase enzyme. But now going to your thing, is it, what about it to be in nature, to be natural? Well, they, they, okay, there are he- these documented healing waters around the world. Some of them are just, you know, woo-woo, quack-quack stuff, right? right? But, but they have gone through in some of these places and said, hey, you know what? There is some pretty neat observations that something's really going on. In some of these waters, they've actually measured small amounts of dissolved hydrogen gas. Wow. And, and some have gone as far as to suggest that, you know, in the Bible, they had talked the waters of Bethesda, and the first one that goes in there after the waters would stir would get the healing effect. Well, it, maybe, maybe there was a reaction, like with the tablets, right? A yeah. reaction deep down under of, of metals, iron, whatever it is, reacting with the water, producing hydrogen gas, and it would cause the gas to come up and cause the waters to stir. Wow. And the first person in there would get the healing effects of that hydrogen gas being bathed in that, right? See, you're talking my language, dude, because everyone that listens to this show, if they've heard a few episodes, it rare their show would go by where I don't talk about spring water, Okay. Or hot springs. Like, I'm fascinated with water that comes out of the middle of the earth or where yeah. these aquifers, wherever it comes from. I have always believed in the healing power of water and even in the ocean. I mean, you can sure. you can be feeling like shit. You could get sun and you could get in the ocean. Feels I don't care good. what ocean it is, cold, warm, wherever. And it does something to you. You know, on a almost, yeah. it's funny you mentioned it, the biblical perspective because to me it is almost like a spiritual sacrament to drink water right from the earth in, in the case oh, it's of spring a very, water. Yeah, it's a very symbolic. Yeah, and I love the healing story. Like if, um, you know, indigenous cultures, there's uh, in, in this country in America, most of the areas where you'll find natural hot springs are Native American sacred sites, sure. right? Sure. And they were known to have healing powers. And again, you know, it crosses that line of woo-woo, but dude, you go get in a really great hot spring, tell me that it doesn't heal your ass. Like something happens to you. There's nothing more invigorating than getting in a hot spring and then jumping in a cold lake or a river, right? Right. And the same with finding a really clean source of spring water. There's, I mean, I've been to them all over the country. Um, I find the ones that are really high elevation. There's one in Colorado that I love uh, near Meeker. And it's 10,000 feet up. It's the highest peak that you can wow. see. When you get up there, you're higher than any peaks for right. a couple hundred miles, right? And at the very, very, very top of that mountain, spring water just erupts. You know, it's uh. coming from an aquifer way yeah, down somewhere, sure. right? And when you drink that water, it's like you perk up. Right. It does something to you. It's cold. It's fresh. There's an energy in that water. And I don't care... I don't need to know the science. I don't know what it is. My body just goes more, more, more. Let's bottle that. And that's what I do. I drink spring water. Huh? Yeah. So I'm very much on board with <laughs> the, you could say the intelligence of water and the different elements that may or may not be present within that water. Yeah. And so there's a possibility, as you're saying, that hydrogen could be present and who, silica who, and all these who other knows? Yeah. things, right? We, we could, something we could measure. Cool. You know? Cool. What one other natural thing about the hydrogen? You talked about an apple or different things. Yeah. So the, that's a fiber. Non-digestible carbohydrates are metabolized by our intestinal flora to produce hydrogen gas. Wow. And 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 there's an article um, at the Forsyth Institute of Boston, Massachusetts, it was Harvard University and yeah. and a University of Florida. They did a study with uh, they took bacteria that produce hydrogen gas. They did a genetic knockout to remove the hydrogenase enzyme. They gave the rodents the lactulose, and they metabolized the fiber, 
but there was no real benefits from the fiber. But when they put the bacteria in that could produce the hydrogen gas and gave the lactulose, the benefits were reinstated. It was a protective against the damage to the liver with a, a toxin they were administering. So it suggests that fiber, or hydrogen, mediates uh, some of the benefits of fiber. Wow. So that's, that's again, so, really natural. Right. So if you're eating a fiber like that, which you could say would be classified as a prebiotic. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is something your bacteria is going to use as food. So then what is the presence of, I guess you could say, endogenous hydrogen that's being produced within your body from that digestive or fermentative process? versus taking extra hydrogen in, in the forms we're talking about, in the yeah. form of a supplement, what's that doing to the gut biome? Is that yeah. helping to proliferate a higher diversity of bacteria no, that's or, a great or more bacteria, yeah. or is it deleterious? What's happening on a bacterial level? Great great question. We need, we need more research to really know. It's possible that hydrogen does have a... There's a study out of Russia. It's not, it's not a, the best study. It was done a long time ago. But it it was suggesting that maybe hydrogen had a beneficial effect on the, the homeostasis and the improved population of beneficial uh, the microflora in the intestines. And when you consider hydrogen as both an energy source as well as there's some po negative and positive feedback inhibition and things, hydrogen could potentially improve the, the microbiome of the intestines. And, and that, of course, would have a lot of benefits as well. Interesting, interesting. So, so one thing I want to say, because yeah. you, like, you like this quick story, really, but, but if yeah. you consider life is balanced between oxidation and reduction, like just like a battery, you have positive and negative. Like, you can't have a, just like a, a negative electrode or a positive. You, you have to have both, right? Or else right. the battery's not going to work. And, right. and, and we can consider the body is like that, the cells are like that, everything in life is balanced between this thing. And, and, the, and the, the things that characterize the, those two extremes the most is on the one side with oxidation, you have oxygen, right? And right. on the other side, we have reduction, which is hydrogen. So those wow. are balances the, the life like that, right? right? And then when the two react together, oxygen, hydrogen, you form the life-giving solvent of water. Dude, <laughs> Dude <laughs> right? high five, high five. So, that's it, sick. Wow. It, it's, it's I like love this. It's like this primordial thing that's like there See, and we're just now recognizing. This stuff to me, uh, Tyler, is this is where spirituality meets science. You know, this is what I call the unseen hand, you know, or some people call it God or the creator. You know, there's an intelligence, there's just an intelligence a, in the a, universe, a, okay? A famous astronomer I don't said, care what you call it. There's something, something going, going on, on here oh, that we can't explain. 100%, 100%. Professor, it's just there's too many miracles like this. Professor Harlow, he's a, he's, a, he's a famous astronomer. He said, if God did make the world with a word, that word would be hydrogen. Wow. I was like, I like that. Wow. That's a trip, man. This is tripping me out. So it, it, it's, it's, see, the hydrogen was the first, right? And as yeah. they say, yeah. the first shall be last. And these last days, we're going back to hydrogen, right? And the last shall be first. Now, now we're understanding. Right. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. I'd like to tell you guys about one of my favorite companies, and that is LongevityPower.com. These guys make some of the most potent superfood and herbal extracts on the planet. I've been using their stuff uh, going back 8, 10 years now. So they sell bulk Taoist tonic herbs from Asia, Ayurvedic herbs from India, medicinal mushrooms from Siberia, top folk herbs from Europe, powerhouse plants from Pacific coastal traditions, and sacred superfoods from the Americas. These guys cover everything. Their stuff has no fillers, no additives, synthetic ingredients, preservatives, flow agents, GMOs, dairy, gluten. It's tested for mold, metals, pollutants. There's no solvents or any of that BS. It's super legit. Okay, so go to longevitypower.com and use the code THELIFESTYLIST to save 5%. Now, when you get to their site, longevitypower.com, you might be a little overwhelmed because they have tons of fantastic products. So I'm just going to give you a little cheat right now and tell you about a couple of my favorites. The Maca Bliss is insane. Sane. The Epic Rishi is my favorite Rishi in the entire world. It's super strong. And then Goji Joy, which is a goji berry extract. It's delicious and really good for you. So again, go to longevitypower.com, use the code THELIFESTYLIST and save 5%. And now back to the interview. When it comes to doing a hydrogen IV, inhaling the gas, what do you call it when you do it rectally? I got to learn Insulfation. that word. Insulfation, which is a polite way to say basically you're putting a tube up your butt and then a gas, whether it be ozone or, right, right. or hydrogen, you're releasing 
a gas into your uh, colon, right? Yeah. Okay. Journal of American Medical Association published an article in the late 1800s using hydrogen insulfation. Really? And it was showed it was very, very safe. You know wow. why they did it? They, <laughs> they used it to locate penetrating gunshot and knife wounds. What? So basically, if you read the article, they would do rectal insulfation of the hydrogen gas, and they would go around with the uh, uh, fire and see where the flames come. Oh, my out. God. And then they would find the holes, the penetrating holes, and then they'd sew them up. Oh, Because people my were dying, God. they'd get shot, and then the doctors would miss the holes. They wouldn't know which is which and things. <laughs> That's it's very crazy, effective. dude. But the articles w- would talk about how hydrogen was not toxic at all. It was yeah. not irritating to even the most sensitive parts of the skin. And that's one of our first studies showing the safety of hydrogen. This is, this is my question. Is there any possibility that taking it in any of those pathways has any negative effects? Like, could it, uh, you know, disrupt the pH of your stomach or digestive tract or have any sort of harmful effect on bacteria or anything yeah, like that that's that, a great we know, question. that we know of? Great question and great point about the pH. Some people, when they think of hydrogen, they think of, oh, like alkaline water, like pH, potential hydrogen. Totally different. Hydrogen gas has nothing to do with pH. You can have, you can dissolve hydrogen gas in acidic water, alkaline water, neutral water. It won't change the pH because hydrogen gas is two hydrogen molecules bound together. pH is potential of hydrogen, meaning the hydrogen ion, which is basically just a proton. And potential is a, the inverse of a log of an of a exponent. Dude, Anyways. you're hella smart, bro. So, no, no. I'm not, <laughs> he, might, just, he might be like the smartest dude I've ever interviewed. I'm barely hanging on. I'm like, don't leave me. Don't leave me. I'm like, oh, I'm exerting every ounce of like energy I have in my brain to keep up with you. This is fun. This is super fun. <laughs> this is, is going to be really... because. I think a lot of my listeners are probably more scientifically oriented than I, and I'm kind of like the guy that makes sense of complex ideas. That's one of the goals of my show. And then some of it, some of the stuff's very esoteric and kind of out sure, there in sure. the spiritual realm, and I bring that back in. But you're like on, you're like a locomotive mentally. <laughs> it's really fun to talk about this stuff because I'm miraculously maybe it's because I've had a lot of hydrogen today. I'm I'm kind of keeping up, but I'm like, oh, damn, I think you're doing great. You yeah, can lose I, me at any moment now. This is really <laughs> heavy stuff. So, but but to the effects, the negative effects. Yes, as it is right now. You're right. We, we, we don't know of any negative side effects. It's been used, hydrogen gas has been used in deep sea diving to prevent the decompression sickness since the 1940s. That literally wow. millions of times higher concentrations than what we use for therapeutic use with wow. no chronic toxic effects. Wow. So the safety of profile of hydrogen is very high. Now, it's possible that there are some negative side effects that we don't know about. Maybe, maybe somebody's really sensitive to hydrogen and it helps them lower their glucose levels. And then they take insulin. And they take the hydrogen, and now they get hypoglycemic. So I say, hey, if you're going to try hydrogen and you're on medication and things, monitor your blood pressure, your glucose, your different things so you don't you know, overdose or something like this. We just we need more studies. We need more research on this. This is still in its infancy. There's only yeah. like a 1,000 scientific publications on hydrogen. And, and maybe that's a lot when you look at other supplements or things, but it, from science, it's, it's not very much. Okay, so... But also it's possible that hydrogen is slightly toxic, just like exercise is and, and phytochemicals. These are slightly toxic to the cell, and it's a hormetic mechanism. And so may- maybe uh, hydrogen transiently is slightly toxic, and then that upregulates the body's ability to protect itself and has all these benefits. And, and, and that could be what mediates the effects and why we don't see That's funny because there's, there's some things in nature that aggravate your immune system, and there's positive benefits because they fire up your immune system. Like right. I did a it's crazy shit. I did a South American shaman type medicine, a you know, jungle medicine thing called combo frog, which is a, a poison, right? It's a neurotoxin. And you you know, the shaman burns your skin in a number of places and then you rub the poison into your skin so it gets into your lymphatic system and it causes you to purge. You throw up, you, sure, you, you sure. defecate, oh, yeah. sometimes on the spot. It's kind of awkward. Uh, but you're taking a poison in, but what it does is it upregulates your immune system. Your immune system goes, oh, my God, we're under attack, and just purges everything out of you. It's like this insanely fast detox, and then your immune system is now modulated because you've introduced something that's so harmful. So yeah. in nature, there are some things that, in a sense, are like, quote, I'm doing air quotes, bad for you, but have an ultimately like a net positive result sure, health-wise sure. because they're activating things within your body. It's sure. weird, right? Yeah, well, it's, it's, 
that's that's how you know it can be explained through evolution not yeah saying, yeah but yeah yeah so with with hydrogen then and and i love that you don't you know you're not selling it, me a bottle of hydrogen here so you can talk a bit more freely it, i'm still hesitant to use words like cure or anything like that but based on the research that you've been doing since 2009 which is quite a few years uh what are some of the health challenges or um imbalances or diseases that people have that have um that hydrogen has been proven to benefit you know what yeah. what what are the types of things well like, well um, just just briefly yeah i think we need to go soon because i have it to do oh yeah yeah soon all right so we'll finish up with this <laughs> okay okay <laughs> <laughs> they're they're waiting for me in the room so, okay but but the main he's thing about you guys he's about to go on stage with joseph mercola so we at the the, the main stage at the bulletproof conference so we can't screw this up but, but well the, let, the let's get thing, to the so, benefits so, Clinical studies, there's only been like, you know, 40 or so. Um, there's another 60 or more in progress right now, so it really is growing. But if we look at what the studies show, we're talking about Parkinson's disease, dementia, cognitive impairments, um, rheumatoid arthritis, metabolic syndrome, so cholesterol issues, high blood pressure, diabetes, um, you know, skin skin disorders and things. Eczema. And Ex- yeah, like exactly. Some of these ones are... are, are are more we're seeing some pretty good evidence that it can be helpful and then anecdotally you know there's a lot animal study wise hydrogen has shown to be effective in over 170 different human and animal disease models oh my god so it's dude. pretty much every disease hydrogen could maybe able to help but we need more human studies what this right. is the infancy stage you know yeah so and the, the hydrogen products, there, there are a lot of products out there. But there's a lot of not very good products out there. I mean, so you talked about tablets already. Oh. Yeah, some of the tablets can be great. Um, there's uh, the inhalation devices out there. There's the ready-to-drink. Like, there's a company in Texas, the H, H, I think it's uh, H2Bev company. Um, they have a hydrogen beverages. There's uh, some other companies in California and... Um, uh, anyways, you can look them up and see, and you can. That's the other ways to get the get the hydrogen, and people are s- receiving some really good results, you know, fr- from those areas. But yeah. you can measure hydrogen from a reagent called H two blue, which is a redox titration reagent. You can actually measure and confirm the presence and the concentration of hydrogen um, from H uh, two sciences uh, dot something dot com. Cool, cool. So, so in in summary, then it seems like conditions involving inflammation acute cases of inflammation and oxidation and oxidation inflammation and oxidative stress okay hydrogen which explains why i love this stuff for air travel absolutely right and then lastly what about the potential to mitigate the effects of emf yeah so i i mean i know i know joe's putting a lot of uh emphasis on things it's yeah. not i mean he talked about the voltage gated calcium channels it's I need to do. I just. I need to research this area okay. more. I, I mean, if it's true what he talks about that the that the effects is all mediate are, are caused by these peroxynitrite hydroxyl radicals, then hands down, 100% hydrogen could help. Could probably really help uh, attenuate and ameliorate the, these issues. Right. Um. So it's it's. I I think he. That's, I think that's that's a great thing. So we're gonna we just, see. We we're just gonna under, see. I just yeah. don't. Yeah. I'm. I'm not. I, I don't. I haven't studied the. It's not your EMF specific. Thing, right. Yeah. So I have okay. To be cautious well, we're gonna follow Mercola on that then. Very good. So uh, obviously you're a very bright guy, as I said. Uh, you've taught me so much today. Who have been three teachers that you might recommend, Tyler, that we can go look at for this topic or anything involving health or just having a good life or anything? Three people that I say to recommend. Um, well, I, we have to look at the different fields. I mean, I keep on thinking like cause the conference. Dave Asprey's impressed me a lot. I, I didn't know him before, but he he's he knows so much stuff. Sure you know, does, it's yeah. it's very impressive. You know. People that are dead, Bruce Lee has been one of my mentors. Dude, nice. <laughs> I, I I love the martial arts stuff and his when philosophy. When I was a kid, I was obsessed with Bruce Is Lee. That, yeah, I grew up in the seventies and eighties, okay. man. I had nunchucks, all the yeah, whole yeah. thing, posters all over my room. That's yeah. hilarious. You're the first person that's mentioned Bruce Lee ever. <laughs> I love it. All right, who's next? Um, another one uh, would be I like to follow Russell M. Nelson. He's uh, in the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles of the, of, of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but he's a medical, uh, he was the first one to do like heart surgery, so some of the biggest, craziest heart surgeries. Anyways, he has some philosophies, some teachings that I think are just are, are amazing. 
Cool. And so, you know, he's one I really look up to. Awesome. Um, with such a strong medical and scientific background. Right, and right. That's uh, what he's done. Um, so I, I'd, I'd look at, I'd look at that. Okay. And then, uh, so that's kind of, I'm trying to look at different realms, right? Yeah, I love it, dude. This um, is cool. And then, and then I just uh, have learned about Ben Greenfield. Um, sure. Mercola introduced me to him. I'm, I'm probably gonna talk with him again later. But everything he has sounds so far, it sounds this guy is pretty good with the fitness and exercise stuff, which I, which I love. For sure. And so I, I'm, I'm gonna take those recommendations and then and pass it on. That I think this is another guy. That's that great. Be yeah. He, for you listening, uh, Ben was on the show in my, in the very beginning. Oh, is that the right? The first year. Yeah. He was maybe episode eight or nine or something yeah. yeah early on yeah, yeah we're up in the hundreds now so yeah he's great man yeah ben's like uh he's hardcore he's a real uh someone that practices what he preaches That's awesome. <laughs> yeah all right cool so where can we find um your foundation yeah so my, your my information whatever yeah. we're calling it now yeah i know right yeah but right now it's molecular hydrogen foundation.org got it Right, just there it is. There's cool. the science information. Okay. Uh, again, we don't sell anything, so don't try to. Where's your product at? Hey, I yeah. saw it. We don't. We don't have any of that. So, molecularhydrogenfoundation.org. Awesome. We'll put it in the show notes. If you listening want those show notes, you got to go to lukestory.com and enter your email on the homepage where it says "Join the Evolution," and you will get everything that Tyler and I just talked about emailed to you, along with every other show. Tyler, thank you so much for joining me, dude. Pleasure. I'm gonna go watch you on stage. Do your thing, man. I hope we got a good warm up for you, and I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say. Awesome. All right. Sounds Thanks, good. brother. Thank you. So my mind's blown. I don't know about yours, but I'm I'm like crawling around the room here, putting my skull back together after uh, Tyler blew it apart with all of that information. So now that my brain is kind of composed again after taking that in, uh, I'm thinking about where I can get some molecular hydrogen, and I bet you are too. Well, good news is I've been looking around for a while and I've tried a few different brands and um, I'm not super stoked with a couple that I tried and I'm really happy with one other one and that is made by Vital Reaction. So if you want to try this stuff out, uh, this is not Tyler's deal. This is just something that I found and this is the kind that I'm taking and what I put on my website store along with a lot of other rad stuff. You can find my store, by the way, at lukestory.com forward slash store. But if you want to just hop on the hydrogen train, it's pretty damn powerful. It's really cool stuff. And there's a couple ways that you can do it, of course. You can get an inhaler, which is a serious investment for a serious biohacker, or you can just get the hydrogen tabs. That's what I do until I can get the inhaler. You know I'm going to be doing the inhaler while I record podcasts, like very soon, obviously. So if you want to check out some of this hydrogen business, you go to vital-reaction.com and what's up with the discount you know i got it enter the code luke h2 and save 10 percent. so go to vital-reaction.com and you can check out some hydrogen tabs yourself or even an inhaler and the discount code works for that too which is quite substantial so check it out enjoy hit me up in the facebook group it's the lifestylist podcast facebook group let me know about your experiences with the old hydrogen. It's pretty profound, so I'm curious to see what you guys find if you grab some of that. Don't forget to tune in to our very special Christmas episode this Monday, not Tuesday, number 113 with Guru Singh. That is, in fact, one of the most profound conversations I've ever had in my life, let alone put out in a podcast. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss that very special Christmas episode on Monday. Happy holidays. See you soon.